0: For those that have trouble saying no, like me, here's a tip or two. So one thing that you can do is be of service. So you can say no, I'm not the right person for this, but you can provide the person who's asking you for something, you can provide them with a resource. So it's as simple as that. The other thing you can say is just let them know that you're richly scheduled and as much as you love what they're asking and as much as you love to be a part of it, it just isn't fitting into your scope at this time. And most people are going to be pretty understanding about that.
1: Welcome to the Midland Money Mindset. This is a podcast that's all about getting your mind right when it comes to all things money. In every episode, we go deep with engaging guests who provide tangible takeaways and a whole lot of joy along the way. I hope you enjoy these conversations as much as I enjoyed having them. Let's dive into today's show. I'm Larry Sprung, your host for the Midland Money Mindset and founder and wealth advisor of Midland Financial. Today's guest is Rob Dubé, the co-founder, owner, and board chair of ImageOne and the visionary CEO of the 10 Disciplines for Managing and Maximizing Your Energy. From blow pops to Forbes' best small companies, Rob started his first business in high school selling blow pops out of his locker, and in 1991, he founded ImageOne, with his best friend, Joel Perlman. Rob helped guide the company with a focus on its purpose to deliver genuine care that consistently drives extraordinary energy, actions, and experiences to everyone, every day, every time. A unique approach to business that has driven the company to success in its industry. Rob is also the visionary CEO of the 10 Disciplines for Managing and Maximizing Your Energy. A video based journey that teaches people 10 fast, simple, powerful, and fully customizable disciplines to manage and maximize their energy and live an optimal life. He's also the author of the best selling book, Do Nothing, the most rewarding leadership challenge you will ever take, and the host of the Leading with Genuine Care Retreat and podcast. Rob challenges business leaders and entrepreneurs to look inward with mindfulness and meditation by sharing his own mindful leadership journey. Rob is a past member of the Board of Directors for the Small Giants Community, the Boys and Girls Club, former chairman of the Boys and Girls Club Walk for the Future, and past president of the Detroit Chapter of the Entrepreneurs Organization. Rob was also honored with the Rare Everyday Hero Award for his work in the community. Listen in for some great takeaways about Rob's entrepreneurial journey and how he's using his experiences to empower and energize others everywhere to lead their best lives. Well, hello, everybody. Larry Sprung here, and I have the pleasure of being with Rob Dubé, the co-founder, owner, and board chair of ImageOne, and the visionary CEO of the 10 Disciplines for Managing, and maximizing your energy. Welcome to the show, Rob.
0: Larry, thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to you. What a nice introduction. What energy you bring. I <laughs> hey, love listen. it.
1: Listen, <laughs> got it. Got it. I'm really excited. I love EOS and our listeners have heard me talk about this and the ten disciplines I think are just an added benefit and add on that all entrepreneurs, business owners should be aware of. But before we jump into that, can you share with our audience a bit about who Rob Dubay is and how you arrived as the visionary of the 10 Disciplines?
0: Well, I'll start by saying I'm still trying to figure out who I really am. And that'll lead <laughs> into the 10 Disciplines, I promise. There you go. But I'm married for 30 years. I've got two kids. And I started my entrepreneurial career at 14. I started selling glow pop lollipops out of my locker with my best friend. The two of us kept doing businesses in high school and college. And then when we graduated college, we actually started this business, Image One, that you mentioned at the outset. We still own it, but we have a CEO who runs it now for us. He's much more capable than we are. Along the way, in 2004, we sold it to a public company. We actually had a unique opportunity to buy it back in in 2006, which was very interesting and exciting. And in 2020, I partnered with the creator of EOS, which you mentioned, Gino Wickman. And the two of us are bringing something that he created called the 10 Disciplines for Managing and Maximizing Your Energy, to the world.
1: Amazing. Amazing. So you weren't able to retire off the blow pop sales. I guess, <laughs> we huh? kept going. No, no, the
0: blow pops didn't do it, but they were the most fun thing I've ever yeah. sold.
1: <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen, who doesn't like a good blow pop from That's time right. to That's time? That's right. right. Great margins, That's, too, by the way. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> So listen,
1: many of our listeners are familiar with and have heard us talk about EOS. For those that may not be as familiar, can you provide a 10,000-foot view of what EOS is? Back on episode 35, we had EOS implementer Mitch York. So for people who want to go reference that and go real deep dive on what EOS is, they can listen to that show. But just for those that are listening today, can you give them that 10,000-foot
0: view? And I'm going to come probably from a different place than he came from because we're just practitioners. if have implemented EOS on my business when I was running it a little over 20 years ago. We were Gino Wickman's, we were one of his first clients. So he says we were one of the first seven, so I'm not sure where we landed in there. Lucky seven. Lucky seven, right? (laughs) So yeah, we were one of his first clients. And what it did for us is It helped us get focused and really clear about our vision, where we were going as an organization, where we wanted to go, and what we were great at and how we could monetize that. We got really clear about core values and really knowing who we were as a company. And then there's the second piece to these six components of EOS, which has to do with kind of the shorter term aspect of it. They call that traction. So where are we going this year and where are we going to be in the next 90 days and just constantly focusing on what are the issues of the moment and how we're going to solve those in a healthy way so we can keep moving forward towards our goals, both our short-term and our long-term goals. So that's kind of a high level. There are four other components, but I won't go through those right now with you. And we found it to be incredibly impactful when we implemented it in our organization all those years ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, we use EOS here as well, and we run into a lot of companies that are using it. I think it just adds a lot of clarity, right? It adds a lot of clarity to what you're looking to do and how you're looking to do it. And I'm in the middle now of listening to Simon Sinek, The Infinite Game, and talking about how You have that infinite mindset, and I think a lot of what EOS talks to plays to that as well, thinking about the long-term vision, and we're going to talk about 10-year increments and things of that nature that really come together. And I think that's, you hit the nail on the head. EOS really gives you, as an owner, as the business, a lot of clarity, which is extremely helpful when you're trying to grow, scale, and grow a business over a period of time. So we have this EOS platform. So what's the purpose of the 10 disciplines for managing and maximizing your energy? Where does that fit in?
0: Well, once you've got that clarity and you've maybe you've implemented EOS or something else, whatever it might be, and you begin to have some level of success in your business and maybe feeling like you've got some level of success in your life. But In many ways, it still feels maybe a little bit out of control, and that could be a strong term or it could be a not strong term, depending on the individual. And what these 10 disciplines do is they help you build a foundation to create space in your life to focus on more freedom, more creativity, and more impact. But you've got to create the space in your life, and that's what these 10 disciplines do. Again, just building that foundation to get you that space, and that space is very important because many of the people at that stage in their entrepreneurial career, they have mastered their outside self, but they have not mastered their inside self. They still feel a bit empty. They can't understand why. I got a great company. It's successful. People are interested in what we're doing. I'm getting noticed. I'm getting recognition. I have things. All these things that we dreamed about growing up as entrepreneurs and building businesses. And when we get them, we all of a sudden still feel empty and we don't know why.
1: Am I hearing, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, that these 10 disciplines are really to work on that inside component of yourself and get that right to kind of work on the whole self. So we're all working and growing in the right direction. That's so right. To speak?
0: It's the whole self. And again, it's about building a foundation to create space in your life, that freedom. So you can really check in with your inner self. Go a little bit deeper.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, as somebody uh, as myself who speaks very often about mental health, I'm very involved in the mental health space. I'm not sure if you're aware, but I sat for about 12 plus years on the board of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I'm still involved with that organization And I think that it's as important to work on that inner workings as it is the outer workings because it's great if you're successful on the outside, but if you don't have the ability to enjoy it and take pride and have your gratefulness about what you've done, it makes it a very difficult thing to really do for a long time and be all-around
0: successful. Yeah, A friend of ours, his name's Justin Breen, he recently wrote a piece for Inc. Magazine, and he works with entrepreneurs And he's noticed that there's these traits that they all seem to have in common, either one or some number of them, high or severe anxiety, experienced trauma at some point in their life, depression. They've been near bankruptcy or actually have been bankrupt. And then we added a fifth one through talking to some different people, and that was addiction. And so entrepreneurs have these sorts of traits oftentimes And so we want to help free them from some of these things that they're experiencing.
1: Amazing, and Justin's been on our show. I don't remember what episode he was on, but off the top of my head, but definitely he was a guest on our show and he speaks to that often and speaks about mental health. I know he was just recently involved in some kind of scholarship for somebody in his local community that was being supported for their work in that space. So he's a huge advocate, great stuff there. So we talked about EOS and the 10 disciplines. So my question is, do you need to be familiar with EOS in order to take advantage of, the 10 Disciplines or vice versa? Or are they mutually exclusive?
0: Yeah, I think they're mutually exclusive. I mean, the 10 Disciplines, as one hears them, they will likely be shaking their head to many saying, yes, I know, I've heard that before. Yes, I do need to do that. Oh, I should really do that. So it's nothing groundbreaking. But when you bring them all together, and they all are interconnected, What you find is, while they're simple, they're not easy to incorporate into your life and keep in your life. And that's really the critical part to it. That's why we call them disciplines.
1: Right. It's something (laughs) that you don't want to just do for this week or this month. You want to do it for years and years to come to reap those true benefits. So what are the 10 disciplines? And then maybe we could dive a little bit deeper into a few of those, but what are those?
0: Okay, so it starts with discipline number one, which is 10-year thinking, and that is shifting your mindset from short-term thinking to thinking in 10-year timeframes. And that can be as simple as one very simple statement, like I wanna have really rich relationships 10 years from now. And just knowing that will guide your actions beginning today. You won't be perfect, but you'll be mindful about it and you'll start changing your actions knowing that that's the outcome that you want. That said, some people go a little bit bigger and they have a very vivid look at what 10 years or 20 years might be from now. And they'll write that out and document it. And so that's another way that you can go about 10-year thinking. But for those that aren't wired that way, we always say a very simple statement is all you really need and just have great awareness of that.
1: Yeah. And I hear Gino say often, we always overestimate what we could do in one year and (laughs) severely (laughs) underestimate what we could do in 10. That's right. right.
0: That's right. And it guides you. It guides your actions each and every day because you say to yourself, wait, is this moving me towards where I want to be personally and professionally and with my family if one has one in 10 years? So it really has an impact on your day-to-day actions. So the second discipline is take time off. And what we recommend and challenge people to do is take at least 130 days off per year and not think about work the entire day. And so what that means, not thinking about work the entire day, not thinking about business, it means don't grab the books that have been piling up on your desk or whatnot. Don't grab those to fill up your time. Go out and find something different to do. Could be a hobby, could be anything. Use your own creativity to figure that out.
1: Something that more or less is going to refresh or energize you.
0: That's exactly right. So in 130 days can sound daunting to some. But if you take every weekend, that's 52 days. If you take every U.S. holiday and then you throw in like three weeks of vacation, you're darn near close to 130. So once people wrap their minds around that, they feel like they can make the 130 happen. It's the not thinking about work or thinking about business the entire day that really gets people caught up. So we challenge you, really, as you say recharge your mind and recharge your body and get away from business, you'll actually come back and be much more energized and have more creativity.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Okay, so discipline number three is know thyself. And that's to be you 100% of the time, 247, 365. Oftentimes, we talk to people and they're very proud that they're like chameleons. They say, I can fit into any scenario. But what we're saying to that person is, that's not you. Because those people want to see the real you, the authentic you, and they pick up that you're being a chameleon. They pick up on that. And so we encourage you to just let your freak flag fly. Be you. Be silly. Be reserved. Whatever you are, people will appreciate you for that. And so, yeah.
1: Yeah, and Gino talks a lot about taking much more energy to try to be somebody that you're not versus just being yourself. It's a lot more freeing and less energy drain, too.
0: That's right. The fourth discipline is be still. And that's sit in silence for 30 minutes every day. And that can take form in many different ways. It could be some people have a spiritual practice, like they'll pray. Other people like myself have a mindfulness practice. So I have a meditation practice that I do every single day. Some people journal. You mentioned gratitude. Some people write in a journal. They're gratefuls. So again, you find what works best for you, but to sit in silence for 30 minutes every single day. This is a big challenge for people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's painful. We're very busy people. And when we sit in silence, a funny thing happens. Our minds start to go, get very, very busy because we're recognizing it because we're not engaged in anything other than being in silence. There's a great quote that I always like to share from the best-selling author, Anne Lamont. And it goes like this. My mind is like a bad neighborhood. I try to never go there alone. And I think that's why it's hard for many of us to sit in silence for 30 minutes every day. But it really is impactful. And once you get past the challenge of it, you'll really find it to be something that recharges your mind and also your body.
1: Amazing. Amazing.
0: Okay. And you stop me if you have any questions along the way as we've been going. But the fifth discipline is know you're 100%. And this is to decide on the perfect number of hours per week and weeks per year that you will deliver your value to this world. So set your boundaries. Okay, so the hours per week, let's start there. Maybe for some people, it's 30 hours a week. For others, it's 60. It's where they're fully energized in every single thing they're doing during that period of time. But if they go past that, they're starting to become on the verge of burnout.
1: Diminishing return.
0: Yeah, that's right. You got it. You got it. And if they do less, they've got more energy. Like They don't feel like they gave it all. And the important thing for this one is to pay close attention to the activities that you're doing and just asking yourself, is this where I'm delivering the highest impact in this world? And if the answer is no, find a way to move on from that, whether it be delegated or stop doing it or whatever the case might be. But really find that in that period of time, you're doing the things that bring you the most energy.
1: Like you said, you're better off doing 30 hours at 100% than 60 hours at 50%. Because why are you doing those extra 30 hours if you're only going to be at 50%? It That's just doesn't right. Makes sense. Might as well maximize that and maximize the value we could give the world for sure.
0: Okay. So discipline number six is to say no often. So that simply stated is to say no to everything that doesn't fit into the first five disciplines and saying no is hard. Like for myself, I'm a perfect example. I've taken the Enneagram profile and the Enneagram tells me that I'm the helper and the achiever in that order. So I like to help people. And when I say yes I'm going to achieve, so I'm going to go above and beyond. And so people like me and many others have to be really mindful of what they're saying yes to. And for those that have trouble saying no like me, here's a tip or two. So one thing that you can do is be of service. So you can say no, I'm not the right person for this, but you can provide the person who's asking you for something, you can provide them with a resource. So it's as simple as that. The other thing you can say is just let them know that you're richly scheduled. And as much as you love what they're asking and as much as you love to be a part of it, it just isn't fitting into your scope at this time. And most people are going to be pretty understanding about that. And one other thing that you can do to practice is just say no to like 25% of the things that you're saying yes to and see what that feels like. You'll start to notice how space begins to open up and how nice that feels.
1: Your calendar will look and feel a lot better, I'm (laughs) sure, right? right?
0: That's right. So, you can spend time on those high-impact activities.
1: Cut down from those 60 hours. (laughs) That's right.
0: Okay. So, discipline number seven is don't do $25 an hour work. So, never do anything that you could pay somebody $25 an hour to do personally and professionally. So, First of all, $25 an hour works important work, so I'm not trying to take that down. There are many, many people in this world that want that work and need that work. It's just that you're working at a different kind of level. You're really driving impact in this world. So be okay with that. Recognize that. Accept it. And now start to pay attention to your daily activities and ask yourself, what pay rate is this activity that I'm doing right now? So if you're checking your email, as an example, that's a $25 an hour work rate. And so look to delegate that off. Now, maybe there's high impact emails that you need to address, but it's not most of them. So somebody can kind of sort through that for you. So that's just an example. And then think about things in your personal life that are dragging you down, maybe on the weekend when you're trying to spend time with your family, but you find yourself doing endless lists of housework or whatever the things might be and see on that list that you can delegate again it'll help drive your energy and give you room to w- spend time on what matters most in your life
1: yeah which i think so far most of these disciplines lead in that direction right yes, so we could be that's right. more impactful and spend more time and have more impact overall which it is all comes what it's all there about. that's right there it all go. comes
0: there So the next discipline is prepare every night, discipline number eight. And simply stated before your head hits the pillow every night, document the next day's plan. Now, this one I know is so simple, but it's really powerful. So it's not really working. It's just kind of taking an overview of what's going on the next day. And so when you go to sleep, first of all, you're going to have absolute clarity on what's going on tomorrow. So you're going to sleep better. And a lot of entrepreneurs don't sleep that well. And this will give you a little bit more peace of mind. Your subconscious is going to start doing some work for you. And it's going to come up with some solutions or ideas to some of the things that you're going to be working on tomorrow. And so when you wake up, you're going to hit the ground running. You're going to have absolute clarity on what's happening today. And you're going to have more energy. So again, simple, but very powerful.
1: And who doesn't want that clarity and more energy, (laughs) please? Come on.
0: Discipline number nine is put everything in one place. And this is the one place where you're going to capture every idea, commitment, thought, action item, and promise that you go through throughout your day. What ends up happening with a lot of entrepreneurs is they're going from thing to thing and they're jotting down notes on their phones, on their laptops, in things like Evernote or OneNote. They have their favorite journal of the month. They've got Post-it notes, and then they're losing things. And what they don't realize is they're actually letting people down. They're letting their team members down. They're letting their stakeholders down. They're letting their customers down, et cetera. And you can address this quite simply by just having one thing that's by your side each and every day. So some people do use an app or something like that on their phone. Gino Wickman uses a yellow notepad. I use something called a Remarkable. And so whatever it is for you, find your thing, take down all those items as you go throughout your day, and at the end of the day, simply compartmentalize them, put them in the right place. It'll get you organized, you'll be on top of everything, you'll follow through on all those promises, and you'll be free of the anxiety that you're forgetting something, because before, you probably were. And
1: you'll know where to find it if you need to look for it, too. That's right, that's right. (laughs) There you go.
0: The last one, discipline number 10, is be humble view yourself as an equal to every person on this planet. And so we ask people to kind of imagine a continuum where on one side is you're not humble at all. On the other side is you're as humble as they come. And where do you land on that continuum and really take a hard look at it? Think of the times in your life where you're interacting with other people, where maybe you feel subconsciously or maybe there's just a little tinge where you actually feel like you're a little bit more important. And so just recognize that. And with that awareness, you'll start to shift your mindset and move towards absolute humility because there's nothing better than a humble person. And when you're humble, other people who are humble are attracted to you. And now what a great way to go through life with all these wonderful, humble people. And we've never met a person who was humble, who did not express gratitude in some way which you mentioned earlier, each and every day. So gratitude is also a big part of the humility discipline.
1: Yeah, it doesn't cost anything. It's pretty easy. And you kind of put out an energy about yourself and you attract other people like you, which is what this is all about, right? Is to attract others that are going to be helpful. And listen, I love the 10 disciplines. Like you said, it's working on yourself. It's easy to start getting them going. It's another thing to kind of keep implementing them and keeping them going. So we started out talking about EOS and I think we alluded to this earlier, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How do the 10 disciplines tie into EOS and living the EOS life? Because although they're separate, right? One's working on the business, one's working on yourself. It seems to me that there is some cross-pollination between the two. So where's that crosshairs come in?
0: It's kind of like the entrepreneurial life cycle. You build your business and you get it to a certain point where you recognize you don't feel like you have the control that you really need, that clarity that you mentioned before. So you're searching. And you find something, and it happens to be EOS, and you implement it into your business. And within some period of time, it depends on the person and their company, they go, wow, this was really impactful. I'm so happy I did this. Hence, there's like 140,000 companies running on the EOS type of platform. And then once you have your business kind of running on that platform and things are moving in the right direction, This is where you start to notice where your life is richer when you're working with people and surrounded by people that you really love to be around and you made those hard changes and you recognize there's a better flow to your life. And where the 10 disciplines comes in is kind of towards once you're past that and you've got that part of the foundation built and now you're building a new foundation because you realize you've been able to build a pretty successful business. Maybe you've gotten some notoriety around it. You're respected. People are interested in what you maybe have to say. You're relied on by team members and you've had the successes that may come along with conventional successes that come along with having a successful business, but you still feel a bit empty and you're not really able to pinpoint why. And these 10 disciplines, as I mentioned before, create that foundation so you can go to your inner. It's that space that you need to do that properly. And that comes in many forms, and that's part of where we're going with this, but we're not there yet. But I'm sure that you and your listeners can imagine how fulfilling it could be when you really start to go inner. That's what really matters.
1: Is it worthwhile to do them both at the same time or is it really more impactful if you go through the EOS process, then implement it? Because it seems like if you try to implement the EOS, kind of get the business going in the right direction. That you may have sacrificed your own personal internal that now, hey, listen, the 10 disciplines would fit in nicely. Is it more beneficial to kind of go down both paths at the same time to keep things even keeled?
0: I love that question. Thank you so much for asking it because (laughs) it comes up all the time. And our answer to that is when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So if you're ready, By all means, do them at the same time. And so, yes, it's all about what you're ready for in your life.
1: Interesting. So listen, with the 10 disciplines, we talked about them one through 10. So I guess the question I have is, are they in that order for a reason? Is one more important than 10 or are they equally? Is there any kind of mindset behind the way they're numbered?
0: Yeah, there is a mindset behind them. We did put them in a particular order, but it's tough. I have to tell you, we grappled with maybe we move it this one up and that one down and so on and so forth. But you'll notice the first Four or five are in particular are very impactful and more challenging. Six and seven still challenging, very impactful. And then the last three more tactical, but easier to maybe wrap your mind around and really make a change quickly. But when you look at discipline number three, for example, know thyself, there's a whole process around that. We can start very slowly with that and then get much deeper. And that's all about where the person is. In their journey. So we put that early on. Tenure thinking to us has to be at the beginning. Where the heck are you going? What do you want out of this life? And knowing that your actions today make a difference in that. So it's important that you establish that as soon as possible. That's somewhat of an example. The last one, be humble. That we almost say end on that as a way to sort of bring it all full circle because you know that how you're showing up in this world makes such a difference in the impact that you're making. So certainly that humility is kind of brings it all together at the end. Definitely. So for those
1: looking to adopt these disciplines into their business and into their lives, right? So you have for for EOS, we have implementers, right? That help businesses kind of implement EOS into their entrepreneurial ventures. So what's the best way for people who are looking to start implementing these disciplines into their business and into their lives?
0: So you can go to the 10disciplines.com. You can do an assessment, kind of a checkup to see where you land for each one of these 10 disciplines in your life you can download the ebook for free. The assessment and the ebook are also both free. The ebook is about 35 pages. It's a really simple read and it goes in a little bit more depth than what you and I just did. And so that'll give you some more context. And if you still need more, we have rolling cohorts. So you can jump into one of the cohorts and that's where we teach it live with a group of like-minded entrepreneurs. And if you're a person that needs extra attention and extra accountability, we have a one-on-one premier client coaching program as well. And that's where you get to work one-on-one with a coach like myself. And we have a higher touch with that.
1: Amazing. So basically, wherever you are on that spectrum, if you're a self-implementer or you need your hand held in order to make sure this happens, essentially, you have tools for that, which is fantastic. So I know we talked about a couple, but in your view, what are three takeaways that entrepreneurs should expect to walk away with following reading the book and implementing these 10 disciplines?
0: Yeah, so it's all about freedom, creativity, and impact. So you want to get the freedom, the space in your life to go inner. And so that's where you have to say to yourself, I'm ready to master inner. I've already mastered my outer. And so you get that freedom. The creativity, you know, a lot of people get stuck on that because they'll say, well, I'm not really a creative person. But I have to tell you, if you're an entrepreneur, you are a creator, okay? And so you are creative. And this is where you start to build the creativity and begin to learn what you're going to create next, which is impact. And this is where you start to recognize how you're going to make the greatest impact in this world, in this life that you have right now. And nothing could be more fulfilling than knowing that and doing that on a daily basis.
1: Yeah. Who wouldn't want those three things? I mean, listen, if you're an entrepreneur, you built a business, you definitely want to create those three things for sure. So personally, if you wouldn't mind sharing, how have the 10 disciplines and EOS impacted your life as an entrepreneur?
0: So growing up, I had childhood trauma, young adult trauma. So I was dealing with a lot of things. When I started my business with my best friend, it was very challenging. I mean, you go from being buddies and having these fun businesses in college and high school to a real business that you're trying to grow is really, it caused a lot of anxiety and stress. And I was just on a journey trying to figure this all out. Well, getting the business under control was the first thing that was super impactful for me and for my business partner. And that's where we learned about EOS and we were able to implement that. Ah, oh, Then I felt like I could take a breath. My relationship with Gino during that time sort of spawned and we got really close. And so I was leaning off of him with these 10 disciplines that he was utilizing in his life. And that's where I started to notice that by implementing them in my life, I was creating space and I was able to spend more time on my inner self and really coming to terms, starting to release my ego around so many of the things that I have dealt with and really not living my life from a place of fear, but really trying to be in a place where we term it now float, F-L-O-W-T. And this is where in life you kind of feel like you're in flow, but it feels like you're floating. And I always like to preface that by saying, you're not floating like, oh, I'm in la-la land, everything's wonderful. No, there's all kinds of things that poke your edge and there's wonderful things that happen that you just want to grasp onto and not have them go away. But floating is when you're just able to deal with whatever is coming at you and knowing that you have the ability to get through it in a really wonderful way and you just feel like you're in a great place in your life to make great impact. And so that's how these 10 disciplines and incorporating them into my life has been useful. For me, I have to tell you, as I mentioned at the outset, they're easy to understand, but not easy to <laughs> keep incorporate into your life. So you really do have to work at them constantly.
1: Yeah, keep everything in one place so you can remind yourself <laughs> so to true. do this and stay on top of it. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of synergies, and definitely with these ten disciplines, they all are interconnected in many ways, shapes, and forms. Right? Not just one. I don't think it's really a linear. I think it's more of a geometric. Yeah, <laughs> my math major so coming out in me right that's now. That's good. More of a geometric kind of structure, if you will, but. Yeah. So listen, thanks for sharing that. I think a lot of what the 10 disciplines are about, a lot of what EOS are about are very much tied to the question that we end every show with, because this is the Mintland Money Mindset. And that is, what did you do today, Rob, that brought you joy and put you in the right mindset for success?
0: I'd so happy you always ask that question because it's always so interesting to hear what people have to say about that. Now, I don't know if mine's going to be interesting, but I have a morning routine that always, always puts me in a really good mindset. And so I wake and I have a meditation practice. When I complete my meditation practice, I write my gratefuls and I do a little bit of journaling. And from there, I get something to eat and have a little bit of coffee and do some reading, hopefully something that's going to help me learn. And from there, I do some stretching and some yoga and I go out and do a daily run. And that sets me up in the right mindset each and every day. So I'm pretty rigid (laughs) with that discipline.
1: What do you get up at like 2am or what? (laughs) (laughs) You got a lot going on there. Yeah. Listen, it amazes me. Like you said, it amazes me the answers we've had. We've had it all from I make my bed in the morning because I start off with a win to a ritual like you have to just getting up and take driving my kids to school. It really ranges the gamut and, and there's no right or wrong. It's just a matter of what do you do that gives you the joy and the energy to start the day in the right mindset? Because as you know, if you don't start off in the right mindset, it's probably better off taking one of those free days and not <laughs> heading into the office. And that's doing a good it that suggestion. Way. So true. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. We're going to have all of your information in the show notes, but if people want to find you, connect with you, learn more about the 10 Disciplines, what's the easiest and best way for them to do that?
0: Just head on over to the 10disciplines.com and it'll have everything you need.
1: Nice and easy. Thanks, Rob. It's been a pleasure having you on and make it a great day.
0: Thank you, Larry. I'm so grateful for you and thank you for everything that you do.
1: Thank you. I want to thank Rob Dubay for being a guest on the Midland Money Mindset. Rob has taken what he has learned in his entrepreneurial life and now is looking to help entrepreneurs and people everywhere maximize their energy and live an optimal life. What could be better than that? Rob has found a calling that is greater than himself and his energy and passion comes through in everything he does. Rob and the 10 Disciplines can be found across all social media platforms and all the contact information needed to find them can be found in the show notes. Thank you for joining us this week on the Midland Money Mindset. Make sure you visit our website at midlandmoneymindset.com and smash the subscribe button so you don't miss a show. We encourage you to help others find our valuable content and please don't keep us a secret. You can also schedule an Is There a Fit Call right from our website or by using the link that you'll find in the description section of your podcast player or app. And be sure to join us for our next episode to learn more about getting your mind right when it comes to all things money.